0: Hello and welcome to the Passionate Gratitude Podcast. I am your host, Amanda Roberts, wife, mother, and follower of Christ. I am a newbie homeschool mom and a serial business owner with a master's degree in social work and a passion for helping others organize their life. Buckle up for a ride into my day-to-day life where I'll be sharing all the things from faith to fitness, crushing goals to homeschooling, wellness to organizing, and everything in between. Hi, guys. I wanted to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by my brand new Entrepreneur's Ultimate Productivity Planner. You guys, I just got done making this and it is ready for you. So you can start 2022 off on the right foot. It is full of everything you need for business owner or a busy homeschool mom or just a busy person in general. It has everything from brain dumps to daily gratitude to -to get-to-do lists, personal development, and uh, even a page for rest because you guys know how much I love rest. So go to the link in my bio if you are interested in picking this up. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. (laughs) I am here again. This happens to be the Monday before Thanksgiving. So if you... Tend to listen live, so to speak, or if you keep up with my episodes and you are listening to this um, somewhere near Thanksgiving, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. It's a wonderful time of year. Obviously, uh, the Passionate Gratitude podcast, being that I'm passionate about gratitude, I love thinking about Thanksgiving and just remembering everything to be grateful for. And it. Is just a good time of year. So I am wishing that to you, even if this is some off-the-wall time that you're listening to. It's nowhere near Thanksgiving. It's still my business here <laughs> to make sure that you are staying grateful. So um, I just hope that you're able to practice that. I say that in every episode, and I mean it, you guys. All right. So if you tuned in, let's see, maybe last week even. Oh, gosh. Um, I. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. I record these every Monday. I do not plan. I say that almost every time that I typically do not plan my content. I speak from the heart. I love that about my podcast. Um, but I often will forget when it was that I talked about a certain thing. And i <laughs> so like, I try to reference a previous podcast and I'm like, mmm. When was that? I really feel like it was last week because two episodes ago is when I kind of launched my planner and talked to you guys about my brand new planner and what was in it, which by the way, don't forget about that. I think last week, oh no, I think I did put the link in um, in the caption. I'm not sure. But anyway, don't forget about that planner. It makes a great gift. Um, but I talked about purpose and identity, and I really feel like that was last week. Forgive me if it wasn't, <laughs> but this episode is going to kind of um, pivot off of that, or going to kind of, um, it's almost kind of like the next step in in that uh, direction, okay? Um, I don't know if I'm explaining that correctly. It's kind of like the next thing, Um when it comes to purpose and identity and figuring out what on God's green earth you're supposed to be doing and you're doing and you're whatever. There's a very interesting phenomenon that happens uh, to people, especially people in business and people that, you know, are in sales or have control over their business, or maybe they're maybe they're just an entrepreneur in a different way. Maybe they are in a nonprofit, you know, um, and they run a nonprofit. And uh, so I don't know, right? Like whatever, whatever you're. If you're here, chances are fairly likely that you are somehow some kind of entrepreneur. Um, whether it be, you know, you're in complete business for yourself, or whether it's, like I said, some sort of nonprofit or, you know, whatever, or a volunteer opportunity, but you run it yourself and you're the head of it, or, um, I would even consider homeschooling entrepreneurship if I'm being totally honest. <laughs> But no, but that or maybe you work for a company of some sort, but you're still considered a business owner because you run that part of your business. Like for example, a realtor will work for you know a, a real estate company, but they're kind of in business for themselves. Um, or if in your if or if you are in direct sales, same thing, right? So. I want to speak to you guys about this because like I said chances are if you're here you kind of fall in that category or you want to get there someday if you're not there right now. And I want to speak to those though that kind of are there, right? And maybe you've been doing your business for a while. Maybe you've been whatever. Maybe you, maybe you know what you're doing or maybe you have a completely other job but You're on Instagram and you're doing something on Instagram and you've grown a lot or whatever. There comes a point in time in an entrepreneur's life. And again, I'm using that as a very blanket term, okay, um, to include everything that I just talked about. So there comes a time in an entrepreneur's life that you kind of start to question what to do next, where to go next. Okay, what's next? You know, or maybe you've been doing something for a really long time. You have great success at it, but it's not necessarily making you very much money. And you are interested in monetizing whatever it is you're doing. We call this scaling our business. How are we going to scale it? How are we scaling our business? Where is it going to go next? You know, where where are we headed? And I was having an interesting conversation with my friends about this just today. As a matter of fact, Um, like I said, (laughs) I get my content on the fly, y'all. Um... But I was, I just was thinking about this and I kind of came to this realization where it's like, you know, we as business owners or as entrepreneurs are kind of ever changing. It's, it's very rare to be an entrepreneur and truly really do the same thing forever, and you might be a business owner maybe you own like an actual brick and mortar shop okay and so that might not change very much right cuz you're there selling your whatever it is you're selling in your brick and mortar and so that might not change but you're still looking for ways to scale so maybe you scale it to online maybe you start doing charity events right because you can take your your business In that space. Um, Or maybe like you finally decide to show up on social media and you just start sharing how you make whatever it is that you were doing. Okay. Um, So there's always a way to scale. There's always a way, even if, like I said, it's a brick and mortar and you've sold the same thing for the last 20 years, there's always a way to scale your business. And I think a lot of times entrepreneurs get stuck in these ruts because we're like, oh my gosh, okay, what's next? I've been doing this forever, or maybe I've only been doing it for a year, but I don't really like the way this looks. I don't like this particular Place I'm in, but I feel like I'm on the right track. So, like, I'm almost there. What do I do? You know, all of that is scaling your business. All of that is figuring out what's next. And I really think it's funny because I, I truly believe that entrepreneurs kind of never stop that. They never stop thinking about what's next. They never stop thinking about how to scale their business. Now, obviously, I could be wrong. Um, so, forgive me if, if you are an entrepreneur who has been doing the same thing and has no desire to scale. That's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with. With that. I just feel like to be a business owner, to be an entrepreneur at heart takes a certain kind of person. And it's it's totally fine to not be that type of person. We need people in this world who are not entrepreneurs just as much as we need people that are. Okay, So one is not right and one is not wrong. Um, but I feel like it takes a certain kind of person and a certain kind of personality to be an entrepreneur. And so when you are doing that, I feel like it's the type of person that is always wanting to scale, is always wanting to kind of see what's next. Okay, where can I take this? You know, I built this certain thing. It's pretty successful. Or even if it's not like crazy successful, you find some sort of success in it or happiness or you're getting fruits of your labor, whatever it might be. And so you're like, okay, well, I did this. So I can probably do this, right? Or I can try this or I can do that. And so we're always just kind of thinking where to go next. Now, I do want to say, That, and this is coming from someone who is a time management and productivity coach as well. And, you know, someone who dips into that as, as my business. You don't want to put too much on your plate. And sometimes we can get so excited that we start spinning our wheels and we really don't know where to go. So sometimes that can get really dicey. And we need to be careful with that, okay? And we need to be careful putting too much on our plate because that is not going to serve anybody, including ourselves, including our business, including our families. Putting too much on your plate is the wrong thing to do. I could honestly save that podcast for another day and do an entire podcast on how you need to remove something from your plate if... You're confused, or if you are running out of time, or whatever, something needs to come off of your plate. Uh, it's very important uh, to do that because it is just not going to be productive for anybody, and you're not going to get where you need to go. Okay. Like I said, though, I could really elaborate that on that <laughs> another time. Um, but it is okay to scale your business if. You are in that position, if you feel like it's right, um, if you feel like the Lord is calling it to you, if you're feeling like, okay I need to spend some time, I need to spend some time on this to scale this so that I can make more money. There's lots of reasons why you should do it and why it's a beautiful, wonderful thing, as long as you know you're not adding too much, um, and then it'll end up breaking down, right? So if you're looking to scale, it's like, okay, how do I figure that out now? What do I do now, Amanda? Okay, you're right. I hear you. I hear you that scaling is good and most entrepreneurs do it and I might need to think about how do I do that? So I'm going to first point you back to my original podcast um, that was kind of talking about this, like I said, uh, Identity and Purpose is what it was called. I don't know the number, but that is the name of it. Go back and listen to that if you haven't already, or listen to it again if you want a little recap on that. But you always need to start there, and you always need to start with what, what I spoke about in that episode, because I was speaking about how we are identifying ourselves and how we are finding our purpose. A lot of it was geared towards Christians, um, so I'm just going to let you know that now if you haven't listened already. Um, it was geared towards Christians um, because it was really seeking the Lord, because I believe that that is the first thing we should always do, right? But... Um, But there were other good nuggets in there as well. So go back and listen to that because I think that's a good place to start. But another really, really, really good place to start, um, or maybe it's the second place, right, is chances are, okay, as an entrepreneur, especially if you have found success, Chances are, excuse me, while I put my hair up, I like I like stepped away from the microphone and I was like, oh, I probably sound like I'm farther away. Um, it's because I'm putting my hair up. I always get a little warm when I'm doing my podcast. I'm always like I always I always like shed layers and put my hair up because I get all excited about what I'm talking about and I, I, like, I get hot. Isn't that weird? Um, a lot of times I'll get, like, overheated if I'm, like, nervous or have anxiety for some reason. And that's not the case with this. Like, obviously, I love this. So I there's no problem with that. But for some reason, I get all excited and I get all warm. So anyway, not that you needed to know that. Um, but back to what I was saying. So something that is really, really um, a great way to figure out how to scale your business is to look at what you've been doing over the past several years with your business, whatever it is, your endeavor, your business, your um, volunteer gig, whatever it is. You know, like I said, entrepreneur, blanket term for anybody who is, you know, running the show somewhere, okay? (laughs) And is in control of the money they're making or the fruit that they're producing because sometimes the fruit is not always money, right? So if you are that person, take a look back at what you've been doing. All right. So chances are, if you're looking to scale, you have had some sort of success, or you feel like you're at least on the right path a little bit. So you've been doing something right. If, you, if it's time for you to scale, you're doing something right. And I want you to know there's a difference between scaling your business and starting over <laughs> because if you're starting over, then this is not the same advice, okay? Um, scaling is different than starting over. There's nothing wrong with starting over. But if you're starting over, chances are you are doing something completely different and new 100%. OK, and that's OK, too, if you but but the chances are if you're doing that is because you're not seeing fruits, you're not seeing the fruits of your labor. You're not either seeing it in, you know, a fruit, <laughs> for lack of a better word, or you're not seeing it monetarily. Right. So but that's that's different. I'm talking about somebody who has been seeing success and some kind of fruit of their labor, whether it be monetary or otherwise. Um, if that is you, then chances are, right, if you're seeing fruits, you're doing something right. How did you How did you do that thing right? How did you do it? What makes you special and unique in that space? I'm going to give you an example of myself here in a little while, but I just want you to think about that. So, you know, if you're somebody that honestly was able to open up that brick and mortar shop and sell your dog treats, I don't even know. <laughs> okay, but like if you were able to do that, And you're like thinking, okay, well, where do I go next? Well, you can either do what you've been doing because you know how to do it in a brick and mortar and you can scale to online. It's the same concept. You're going to need to learn a new trick, you know. A how to run an online shop, but you're still doing the same thing. You were successful at opening your brick and mortar. You're successful at making your dog treats. So you can be successful at scaling it online. And vice versa. Say you started your dog, dog treat business online and now you want to actually open a brick and mortar because you think that might go well. Well, you're doing the same thing. You just need to tweak some adjustments. So basically, you're taking what you know and what you're good at and what you've been doing for years and years and you're just tweaking it. So scaling your business is like just tweaking it. You're just taking a little tweak and you're you're not completely switching directions, you're not whatever. You're taking it's like um oh gosh, what can I even I'm trying to think of like an analogy of like you have this beautiful bouquet of flowers. Hang with me here. I don't know how this is going to turn out. This just popped into my head. Hang with me on this analogy. <laughs> You have this gorgeous bouquet of flowers. And there is this one flower in there. um, You know, let's say it's a lily. I don't know. And you're just going to take that one lily out. And you're not going to... You're not going to take all the lilies out of the beautiful bouquet that's in there with all the other pretty flowers, but you're just going to take one of those lilies or a couple of those lilies, you're going to put it in a new vase, and then you're going to add in all these other flowers, flowers that you don't have in your original vase, in your original arrangement. Okay, so say you have, I am not a flower person at all, so this would probably look hideous, but say you have lilies and roses and carnations or something, and then some kind of greenery in your original vase, and then you take your lilies and you bring it over here, and you're going to add, you know, three different kinds of flowers and add them in there with your lilies, and now you have something new and different and beautiful in its own right, but The star of the show, which was the lilies, right, are also still there. So you're just kind of taking what you already know and what you're good at and what people know you for and recognize you as, and you're just kind of tweaking it. You're adding in other things. You're learning how to do something different. Um, You're not getting rid of the original baby. You're just taking a little bit of it and adding it over here. Does that make sense? I'm going to give you an example of myself, Um, because I also think this will be a good analogy. So I, of course, have had ducks in a row my eight-year anniversary. You guys, I cannot cannot believe this. My eight-year, is that right, or is it seven? It's seven. It's seven. It'll be my eighth year. I'll be in my eighth year come January, okay? But it'll only be seven full years. (laughs) I'm terrible at that. Um, Is that right? 22? Oh, you know, I don't even know. It could be eight. It doesn't matter. Um, so well, let's just call it seven for the sake of arguing. For seven years, I've had Ducks in a Row. Ducks in a Row has been my business for seven years. Um, but in 2020, so coming up on two years ago, I decided I wanted to start scaling it online. And not I wasn't going to completely get rid of seeing people in person, which I didn't at first until the pandemic hit, and then I didn't have a choice. <laughs> but at first, I just wanted to add in some coaching. Because I realized, and let me explain this to you, for six years, what I was doing was going to people's houses and helping them organize physically with my hands. I was helping them organize their space, but I was also coaching them. For six years, I had been coaching my clients. And I thought to myself, you know, it, it took me a moment to like realize this, but this is a really, really good example. Like my, the, co- the coaching aspect was my lily in, in that flower arrangement. And it took me a second to like realize that, but that was the difference. That's what set me apart. That was the beauty in my organizing business, was the coaching that I did with people. More often than not, I was with people when I was working. Some organizers just go in and organize people's houses, and the people aren't even there, and they're not involved. And don't get me wrong, that's a beautiful way to do business. I love that as well. But 95% of the time, people were with me. And at, when we had an organizing session, I was coaching them. I was coaching them on not just how to stay organized and how to get rid of things and all this, but just mentally, their mental space. You know, with with my degree in social work, it, was, it just really always worked out beautifully. And I always found myself coaching people while I was organizing with them. And when, when I realized that, when that like light bulb moment went off for me, I was like, oh, my gosh. I could do that for anybody, anywhere. Like here I am within a 25 mile radius of my house, having clients just right here because I can't travel to California to help somebody, you know, organize their house. So, but I can take what I've been doing in these people's houses with coaching, you know, coaching them, and I can move that online and I can just do coaching and I can start seeking out people who just need that coaching aspect you know, of whatever they they need, you know, and so I scaled that, you know, I took that, I took that lily out of that original vase and I put it over here and I added other flowers to it and I made it different, but still the same, right? There was still that element of sameness and I was still doing what, in my opinion, was the best part of me and what I gave my clients and in-home organizing and that was the coaching aspect. So take that, you know, take that Example and apply it to whatever you're doing. I, I gave the example of, of you know, the brick and mortar versus the online business when it comes to your dog treats or whatever you're making. Um, but but any of it, I mean, I, 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 there's so many ways to scale a business. I could seriously spend another hour giving you examples, but I don't wanna waste your time with that. But just think about what it is that makes you different, unique, and special, and something that was a huge accomplishment in your endeavor, whatever it might be, and, and run with that. I'm going to give another example of a good friend of mine. Um, I'm not going to give away too much. But she does something very particular online. Um, and everybody loves it. She's had astronomical growth. And it's been a beautiful and amazing thing. Um, and and But she wants to scale a little bit. And she's afraid that if she scales too much, then it's going to get away from what she's actually doing on Instagram. And the truth of the matter is, If she does scale in this one direction, it is going to be different. Her content's going to be different. What she's putting out there is going to be different. However, what made her have that crazy success on Instagram is what she's going to be teaching on when she scales her business. So basically, everybody that follows her knows that she does this one thing really, really well, and that's why she's had such great growth. And it really doesn't have anything to do with what she is on social media. But because she does that so well, she can share that and people are going to gobble it up and she's going to be able to scale her business in that way, right? She can all, in this example, she can also teach on how to grow on Instagram because she grew on Instagram, right? She's not necessarily talking about what she does on Instagram, like the actual niche she has. She's talking about how she used that niche to grow, right? And so now she can take that and she can teach on it. That is a beautiful way of scaling the business. She doesn't have to give up on the content she's sharing. People love her for that content too. So it's not getting rid of that. That's why I said this is very, very different than quitting your business and starting something completely new. (laughs) This is not what we're talking about. We're talking about you can still have that same thing, but it just is going to You're going to add to it or it might look different. For me in my business, I have um, subcontracted workers now that actually go out and do the in-person work for ducks in a row. And they go out and they actually do what I used to do with people in their homes. So that does look different, but that's still a part of my business. So it's not like anything is necessarily gotten rid of. Now, I could get rid of that and still have ducks in a row and it wouldn't matter. It still would be scaling because it's still in the same wheelhouse. But um, you don't have to get rid of it either. So don't think when you scale, you're totally giving up on the thing that you've been doing all this time. Um, You don't have to, but you can. And, you know, that's up to you. But you see the beauty in that? It's picking out the thing that got you where you are. It's picking out the thing that your clients have told you they loved about what you do. Right? It's taking that thing and applying it other places. How do I put this out here, here, and here to see more fruits of my labor, right? So I hope that this was helpful. Um, I think I covered everything there. Um, So again, you know, when finding out how to scale, it's about identity and purpose, but also it's about what have I been doing well and how can I either teach people on that and make money that way, or how can I apply it in a different but still the same beautiful way? And put that out there too as a way of scaling. So. Again, hope this was helpful. And if you did enjoy it, I always say this, but I'm gonna say it again. Please, 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 please share. I love when people share this and I love when I get feedback. Um, and also, I don't say this often, but leave a review, you guys. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and leave a review. All of this just helps my message get out to other people. You know, I don't necessarily monetize on this. I, I use this podcast to obviously advertise some of my own personal things in my own business, but I don't like use it in another way of monetizing. So It's just helpful for me, for other people to see it, um, because I obviously want to spend my message to whomever, you know, finds it to be helpful. So um, that's always just kind of my gig, what I'm trying to do. So I always appreciate, you know, a subscribe and a share and a review. And that would be so kind of you. Again, happy Thanksgiving if you're listening to this in quote unquote, real time. And I just pray you guys have a wonderful holiday. And just always, always remember now and every time of the year to live your life with passionate gratitude. Thanks, guys. Till next time. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you subscribe and share with your friends. And don't forget to tag me on social media when you do. Always remember, lead your life with passionate gratitude. God bless. Until next time.